0: Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this episode, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from Patreon.com. You can join and receive mail from my desk or from my Disneyland trips. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast and the e-ticket patrons Tania, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Monica Vega, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, and Sheila Harry. C-Ticket patrons series inquiries only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Coate, Brian Crawford, Ben and Noel Bruning, Patty Wolin, Angela Reynolds, and Aaron Moran. B-Ticket patrons Jeff and Paige Orton, and Joshua and Exorable Tosh Bell. And the eight-ticket patrons: Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, the Disney Rewind Podcast, Angel Neblac, and the All Aboard Podcast. You can also sign up for my new newsletter for a chance to get some postcards delivered by the USPS to your mailbox. I am your host, your post host, Clocky, and today we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has Town Square. You can see City Hall and the Emporium. If you look closely at the bottom, you can see Goofy and Pluto waving at the omnibus driving by. On the back it reads, Town Square, Main Street. Main Street Town Square represents the typical small American town in the early 1900s, where the gas lamp is gradually being replaced by electricity. The plodding horse-drawn streetcar is giving way to the chugging, horseless carriage. It's postmarked July 5, 1968, with a garden grove, always use zip code CANCEL, and a five-cent gray Washington postage stamp, Scott number 1213. I assume they visit the park on Thursday, July 4th, 1968, when park hours were from 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. The weather was a high of 85 and a low of 58. It's addressed to Mrs. Ethel Ward of Wista, Massachusetts. It reads, This is where we were today. Earl, Kay, Debbie, and Peggy. This week, I received two Disneyland pictorial souvenir guidebooks, one from a purchase from Instagram, and another was a gift by show patron and my friend, Brian, aka Keeping Walt Disney, on Instagram. I thought it'd be fun to look at these two guidebooks, see what stayed the same, and see what changed. The older one was published and available in 1968, and the newer edition was published and available in 1975. The cover of the 68 guide has Walt Disney signing his autograph on the 1962 version of the Disneyland Pictorial Souvenir Guidebook. You can see Main Street buildings behind him, and he's sitting in the driver's seat of the Main Street fire engine. The front cover of the 75 guide has Sleeping Beauty Castle, with the Matterhorn in the distance, and five white swans in the moat. Inside the cover and the first page are relatively the same, with images of orange groves pre-Disneyland, construction photos of the castle and the Matterhorn, details being added to the Jungle Cruise and Storybook Land, and Walt Disney on opening day. The 1968 edition has a few more photos of Walt with some celebrities and some kids, and has some additional writing about Disneyland being an important destination for foreign dignitaries and a must-see when in the USA. The next pages are only in the 68 version and include a cartoon map of the park, which includes park icons and some park characters. There is also a full list of attractions divided into sections by land. Continuing on to the Main Street section, which both dedicate four pages and both have almost identical photos, The first change is of the photo of the exterior of Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. The 68 version has a view of the facade from above, either from the omnibus or from the Main Street Station platform. The photo was replaced in the 1975 guide by a view of the facade at street level from Town Square, with a Mickey balloon in the center of the image. The other noticeable difference is a photo of the Disneyland band parading down Main Street. The 68 image is from above the band, watching them march down towards the castle, with Mickey leading the band, with Jungle Book characters, and the 75 is closer to street level and has characters farther down the street. The major change is the addition of two photos in the 75 version, with images of the Walt Disney story and attraction added to the Opera House in 1973. See episode 224, One Man's Dream, for more information on that attraction. The 68 version has an amazing shot of the inside of the Main Street Candle Shop. The next four pages of the books are about Adventureland, and they are also identical, including the short blurbs about the images. Between 1968 and 1975, not much changed in Adventureland, other than some store names inside the bazaar. Great news, Enfield Post is back up on Etsy. Grabbing some vintage stamps is a great way to plus your mail. Whether you're trying to match the color of your postcard or envelope, or adding a theme stamp to the back of your mail, be sure to check out Enfield Post. You can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has the Mark Twain riverboat going past the waterfalls near Cascade Peak. On the back it reads, Mark Twain, Rivers of America homeward bound, from a trip down the frontier rivers of America, the sternwheeler Mark Twain churns by the thundering falls of Cascade Mountain. It's postmarked March 10, 1975, with a U.S. Postal Service cancel and an eight-cent Eisenhower postage stamp, Scott number 1394. I assume they visit the park on Sunday, March 9, 1975, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. The weather was a high of 60 and a low of 50, with .03 inches of precipitation. It's addressed to Mrs. Charles Wright of San Bruno, California. It reads, three hundred ten seventy five. Dear Audrey, The Ruths will meet at my house Monday, March 24th. Sure hope you can make it. Let me know. Mary Harris. The section with the most change from 1968 to 1975 is New Orleans Square. Many of the photos are still reused in both versions, but with the addition of the Haunted Mansion to the parks, Some photos were pushed around or out for the 1975 version. The two photos that were completely removed included images from the shops. One was a photo of the perfume shop, showing a guest sampling fragrances with the assistance of a cast member. The second was an image of two guests in the one of a kind shop. Another photo removed was one of the Shoeshine Boys, who had also left the park's entertainment schedule in the late 1960s. One photo, which was replaced by a similar photo, was of the Blue Bayou restaurant. Both photos are of guests enjoying their meal. But the newer photo is a little bit darker. The photos added to the 1975 book are all from the Haunted Mansion including two exterior shots, one of the photo used for postcards, the other exterior photo is of an interesting side angle of the mansion and includes some of the original tombstones. There are also two interior shots from the graveyard scene. Frontierland also did not have any major changes from 1968 to 1975, the pack mules were retired, and the two images used in the 1968 version were replaced by images of the Mike Fink keelboat, the Wamper, and an image of the sailing ship Columbia, though neither of those attractions were new. The next few pages for the 75 version were added in, and probably replaced the map which I mentioned in the previous segment. These new pages cover Bear Country, with images from the Country Bear Jamboree and the Hungry Bear Restaurant. There's even a photo of Teddy Barra's Swingin' Arcade. Fantasyland also had little change. Most of the images are identical, of the four that did change. One image of a shopper near a red Disneyland shirt was replaced with a photo of a bunch of balloons, the clock shop, which had closed in the late 1960s, had a photo, which was replaced by an image of the Tinkerbell toy shop, and two interior images of Small World replaced an interior image of the Alice in Wonderland attraction and a different image from It's a Small World. The final land, Tomorrowland, also had little change between 1968 and 1975. The Carousel of Progress images were removed as the attraction had moved to Florida. replacing that section of the park was America Sings, and images of America Sings replaced all the images of Carousel of Progress as well. There was also a photo of the People Mover with the Mary Blair murals, and if you look closely in the background, you could see the Howard Johnson Hotel in the 1968 guidebook, which was replaced in the 1975 guidebook with a simple photo of the Tomorrowland entrance with the Matterhorn on the left. The next four pages focus on Disneyland After Dark the first two pages are identical in both versions, but the second two pages, there are some images shuffled and replaced. I'll highlight the evening entertainment venues. Most of the venues are represented with new performers in the 1975 guidebook. The one band I did recognize in the 1968 guidebook was the band Firehouse 5 Plus 2, performing in the old Carnation Gardens bandstand. The final page of the 68 book lists some services, special exhibits, and food and beverage options at the park, a page dedicated to the Disneyland Hotel, and the back cover has three images of Disneyland at night, the Mark Twain, the Tomorrowland Rockets, and the Fantasy in the Sky fireworks over the castle. The 1975 version starts with a hotel info, then a page promoting Walt Disney World, and the back cover has Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, dressed for the America on Parade Parade. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown or ATD is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has the men and women's bathroom logo, each one wearing Mickey and Minnie ears. On the top, it reads, at WDW Bathrooms, and at the bottom, the most magical toilets on earth. Written in pen on the side, it says, Merry Christmas. It's postmarked December 15, 2023, with a Dallas, Texas Snow Globe Happy Holidays cancel and U.S. Flag Forever postage stamp, Scott number 5654. It reads, Dear Clocky, here's a non-historical postcard for your collection. Wishing you a happy holiday season. Heart Gabby, aka WDW Bathrooms. Thank you so much for the postcard, Gabby. Now it is a historical postcard because it's going in my collection. There are so many great Instagram accounts that I've met throughout the years that all have their own special niche. Each account makes me look at the park a little bit different, whether it's bathrooms or trash cans or even the lights. I also love that you made a postcard for your Instagram. One of my New Year's resolutions is to make more postcards next year. If anyone's interested in doing a collab, reach out and let's see what we can do. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be helpful to share your favorite episode to a friend or on social media. There are over 200 to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland, or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard address to sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent From Disneyland podcast.